Welcome to the Internet Report, where we cover what's working and what's breaking on the Internet and why. Today we're going to cover the Facebook outage that happened on Monday, October 4th. I'm uh, joined today by Gustavo Ramos, our um, principal network engineer who covers uh, network operations for uh, Thousand Eyes. So, Gustavo, welcome. Thank you very much, Angelique. Uh, glad to be here. Yeah, this is a really interesting one. We actually have a lot to unpack because Facebook uh, published an interesting statement that kind of walked through the events that led up to um, this outage and kind of the phases that it that it went through. So um, I think maybe, you know, we, we can start with that. I mean, we covered, um, you know, for those of you who um, haven't read it, recommend you go to our blog. Um, we did a write-up on what we saw during the outage. Um, but So we wanted to kind of go a little bit of, into more of a deep dive around their, their statement, um, Facebook statement on the outage. So this is um, Facebook's statement on the outage. Um, so we're going to start first with the what they uh, describe as kind of like what initiated the outage because there was a lot of chatter the other day about the fact that this outage was caused by their their name servers um, or routes to their name servers from uh, were effectively withdrawn from the internet and that's not what Facebook says here. So what was really interesting about this uh, write-up that they did was that they indicated that their network backbone went down before their DNS service um, was made unavailable on the internet um, when they withdrew routes. Um, and that was something that we saw in our own tests because, you know, here we are, you know, this is um, tests that were run between 1540 and 1545. And that's basically, you know, when the issue kind of um, they reported the issue to have started. And it wasn't a DNS, DNS issue initially. We see like basically network errors. We're not getting any response from um, uh, Facebook. And then, you know, we see within a few minutes, then they all go to DNS errors. And DNS is kind of the tip of the spear, like you're hitting the DNS servers before you're hitting the web app servers. So if DNS is down, you're gonna like, that's kind of like step one, right? And so step one, was failing, um, but even if it hadn't failed, there were um, there was a network issue that would have prevented you from reaching uh, Facebook anyway. Yeah, and 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 that's interesting to to see. Uh, it, it you know the data that we have shows exactly what they described. Um, we see that a, a few a few seconds or even a few minutes um, after the network was down we see uh the bgp prefixes for their dns servers being removed from the routing table from multiple points uh which is also uh um you know a clear indication that they use anycast and this is like public information they uh, um we can see that from the task that like each pop each facebook's pop goes down the removes uh, the prefix from the routing table and then the, the, the routing table needs to reconverge. And, and, and it lasted for a few minutes um, uh, until uh, those prefixes were completely out of the, the routing table. Um, uh, and that actually led a lot of people to think that this, is, well, this was the root cause. 
Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but even if you tried to reach prefixes, Facebook prefixes that were uh, still reached from the BGP routing table, it, it was it was not working. Like if you go directly to 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 the, the those Facebook servers, it, it was it wasn't working at all. Right. Um, and and they may have been um, reachable from a routing standpoint, but from a network standpoint, they weren't. So it was kind of almost you know um, a slightly different problem from from the DNS issue. But there was something kind of um, interesting in terms of how they said this unfolded because like they said, first of all, there was uh, just a single command. They said that that somehow took down their entire network. They suggested that the DNS servers getting withdrawn from the internet was by design, right? Like that it was an, it was automatically triggered. It wasn't a misconfiguration. It wasn't what wasn't supposed to happen. They seem to suggest that DNS availability was sort of scaled it up and down in relation to server availability. Um, so why would why would they do that? Yeah, and that that really makes sense, um, right? Like if they, they they're using um, Anycast for for their authoritative DNS servers, um, and so they're announcing their prefixes or their uh, subnets from multiple pops. Uh, if a pop is not cannot reach uh, cannot properly reach the uh, Facebook's backbone or Facebook servers, that pop stop announcing that prefix to the internet, right? So removing itself from from uh, from the internet, which it automatically makes clients to be routed to another pop and everything is fine if you remove one or two pops. Problem here is they removed everything at once, right? Or at, kind of at once. Um, and that took the, 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 the DNS servers down. Um, uh, from the from client's perspective, right? Like so, people right, right. around the internet was like, "Oh, my, you know, carries are start fail, failing." Like, they're I, I received start fail, but it was just timing out uh, yeah. from the uh, it couldn't reach the DNS, the other other authoritative DNS uh, servers, yeah, um, uh, because they removed themselves because they right. couldn't reach the servers. But w- so there's there's a couple of things about that that are I think are interesting. One that basically it seems like Facebook's architecture is set up in such a way that there's kind of like this centralized dependency. So in other words, even the I mean, in theory, the DNS servers could be operating independently from you know the the backbone network, right? Connection from from the data center. They could in theory be responding to queries um, on their own, right? But there's there's sort of a design um, within their service that they need to have this connection to the data, you know, their their backbone and and be connected to to the data centers. Um, So that was one interesting thing. And then the other thing is, it doesn't matter so much from the standpoint of like their customer facing um, sites, right? Because they weren't they wouldn't have been available anyway, right? Like DNS was kind of neither here nor there. Um, but in the in in the statement they put out, they also said that they use their same DNS servers, their same name servers that they use for customer sites for internal systems and tools. And because it was down, 
they couldn't access those tools which they needed to in order to resolve, you know, to, to, to get the issue fixed quickly, which is really surprising. Um, yeah, that's that the second, the the second surprise, right? Yeah, yes. yeah, that's, yeah, that's the first one is like one command to, to taking down the, the global backbone. So yeah. like how yeah. this is not like things like that should be rolled out incrementally, right? Like not at once. Uh, uh, but okay, that's okay. Uh, but even even if they go down all at once, you have to have a way to refer it, right? Like an out-of-band network that is reachable, that doesn't depend on anything, there's no circular dependency mm-hmm. that um, that eventually can can lead to an outage on a, uh, a long, a very long outage like this one, right? Yeah. Well, they also mentioned, you mentioned out-of-band network. It seemed like the control systems for both their production as well as their out-of-band network were effectively the same because they suggested that that both of those were unavailable during this outage. Um, yeah, that, that is something that that's definitely need to be well a thought. Um, um, like when and how those networks, the production and out-of-band networks are going to touch each other, right? Mm-hmm. Like you, you, of course, you can uh, you can viewed one can be two networks right two completely separate networks but at some point they need to touch they need you you're going to need to reach services for authentication or logging and things like that right so this is this is this is again very surprising that um they didn't have any external uh, uh tool or anything that it's outside of their uh, out of band or production network that you troubleshoot to see what is going on, like and react faster to to such an event. Um, um, again, a lot of surprises here um, 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 coming coming from a, such a huge uh, right. uh, network. Well, the the other thing um, too that that we had talked about was so. The, the role there there's is a lot of sort of industry conversation around like okay redundant dns and all of that and some of it is you know there's some merit in it but also there's some there's a lot of complexity too because one of the reasons why certain providers are just using a single dns provider is because it's sort of tied into a deep to like their cdn service right and the cdn needs to be able to control the dns um, records because that's how they um, load balance traffic to their infrastructure um, and how they optimize connections to um, uh, clients. It could be that they maybe are directing users to certain servers because they have uh, cached content there that you know would give them a better experience, right? And so, so there are definitely reasons why you wouldn't have redundant DNS if you're using it to route users to your application. And in the case of Facebook, they use their own CDN. So it kind of makes sense that they would have just their, you know, one DNS for their customer facing properties. But it's really surprising that that would also apply internally, you know, because you don't have that same constraint for your internal systems. Um, You're not you know, load balancing this for, you know, millions of users around the globe. This is just for your administrators um, and your employees. Um, So in that instance, 
it does seem like redundancy would have at least like allowed um, the the network um, operations team access to these tools that they referred to in their statement. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, uh, it's uh, like we from the outside we we, we actually don't don't really know how Facebook built their their internal uh, uh, tooling and and, and systems. Uh, but from the outside perspective, it seems that everything is in one basket, but right? all the eggs are in one basket using the one set of authoritative DNS servers um, uh, for all uh, or at least some of the uh, Facebook's public domains, um, um, which is not, as you said, well spread. Uh, it's not necessarily for, for the CDN or, or traffic um, uh, routing uh purposes right like you, you you have your customer facing application you have the domain responsible for that uh, for customer facing applications and that needs to go under a cdn uh infrastructure right but everything else um not necessarily right like your right. tooling your logging your monitoring every authentication everything else you can you can uh, remove from this basket and, and just uh have a little bit of uh, or remove the circular dependency here, uh, if that was the case uh, mm -hmm. with Facebook. Yeah, it's kind of interesting because we've seen in some recent outages where um, everything is kind of so centralized. You know, there's like, to your point, you mentioned circular dependencies or kind of, you know, so many of the systems are on the same infrastructure or using the same networks or you know um i think we saw an instance with one of the cloud providers where one of their services went down and because one of their other services was using it and it was like a totally unrelated service um that also went down so it kind of had like this domino effect um and and it really kind of comes down to lack of diversity within the service architecture in some ways, whether that's like um, diversity in terms of like different tool, like uh, external services or, you know, uh, kind of more um, uh, separation between these different services such that they didn't impact one another if something were to happen. Yeah, it, it's interesting for, you know, when we, we think about Facebook, but uh, it's it's kind of like clearly, we can clearly see that from their statement. Uh, but for any any um, service application out there, right, like having a clear um, uh, dependency tree and having proper monitoring for, for each mm -hmm. uh, service, like that, just, you know, having something like that would flag what is wrong, right? Like if you need to monitor each dependency you have for your, you know, delivering your application, you you know, at the end of the day, you're going to have to identify those. And if you have things that are not properly uh, uh, designed, you can, you can just fix that ahead of having, running into issues, right? right. And, and, and that's, that's, you know, one thing that when large systems, you know, like, hindsight we can clearly see those right right, right. Um, uh, and we understand the, the the problems of such large systems to, to understand all the dependencies and all of that right right, right. Uh, but it is sort of interesting that you know like like if you kind of just think you know and and 
maybe maybe this was done um maybe it wasn't i i don't know but like when you think about okay so large um complex service right you have this you know all these different components thinking through like what are the failure scenarios because i mean if you have a single sort of management plane for your out of band and your production network okay well what happens when that fails like what would happen and then the scenario where your dns is sort of scaling in relation to server availability like well what happens if the whole network goes down some of this would be would be helpful when they are you know, turning services back online when they are powering things up. Uh, I think they 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 mentioned that in the in their 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 statement as well. Like it's a concern because everything was down, like not a single thing was up. So yeah. they needed to be careful when they are bringing this uh, this this up, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, if we have some like in the in a event like that, if you have something that it's still working or even like a portion of our services that are, are still working it's easier for you it's probably easier for you to to to, mm -hmm. to bring their then then back online right yeah. um um yeah and it, it's interesting like uh, I, I touched on something like when they when they started to bring um the network up right you we can clearly see that um from our data right like every yeah. every time they 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 bring a pop-up the, the DNS latency goes up because you know there it's a it's a pop in there any cast network that mm -hmm. comes up and then everyone is gonna you know chase that pop but as they 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 bring more pops it's it's it started to become stable latency the DNS latency started to go down and you can clearly right, see that right. uh, that 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 pattern uh, for them like bringing uh, each pop online at a time. And it lasts for, for a couple minutes, for a few minutes. Um, and you, you can clearly see the availability coming up as well. Like in, yeah. when we looked at that um, um, curve. And to your point, it was kind of, you know, it seemed like it, it started com coming up, you know, like fairly rapidly, but then there were a little bit of ebbs in availability. And to your point, because it's any casted, you know, you, you spin up one pop and then it's, pulling a lot of traffic to it and that in itself can overwhelm, you know, its servers, you might have packet loss or just servers not available to respond. And then, you know, and then it kind of just continues in cycles as you, as you spin up um, uh, the, the services. And then again, even too, as you do that, you might um, not, like if it was the name server, you, it may not be able to respond to you but then because of the way that DNS works, if it doesn't get a response from one of the name servers, it's just gonna keep going down the list. And this is actually what happened during the outage because there was reports that like um, some of, you know, some of the, the DNS or DNS resolver pro providers were basically saying they were getting a lot of, they had to handle a lot of traffic because the way that DNS works is it's, there's some inherent resiliency. And so because, they weren't getting a response from one of the servers and they just like went down the list. So what, what would have just been one query before the outage was like quadrupled um, <laughs> during the outage. So that was kind of an interesting thing in terms of like more DNS traffic 
uh, more queries happening during the outage. Um, and then also just the fact that a lot of service providers didn't have routes to Google's, uh, or excuse me, to Facebook's uh, DNS servers. So there would have been just traffic being dropped um, in their network. And that wasn't an outage in their network. That was really because of how BGP works and they just didn't have a route. Yeah, it's interesting Like, there's no caching for, for um, timeouts, right? Like there's caching for positive responses from the DNS. So the, the DNS resolvers can use that cache to you know, provide that same response to multiple or many, many users. Uh, but there's no cache for 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 timeouts and and failed responses, so that mm -hmm. DNS the resolvers oh, yeah, that's a know, good point. Yeah. Uh, yeah, need to to really uh, ask yeah, that again asking. and again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah keep asking until they got a successful response, right? Right, right. Um, that's another. I think it's a you know it's a it's a concern for network operators, like yeah, because you know, Facebook sort of represent a, a, a big chunk of the uh, network operators uh, traffic, right? Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, uh, it also happened. Uh, yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah, for sure. So it had kind of a ripple effect through other like ISPs, DNS providers, I think um, internet exchanges saw like really precipitous drops in traffic at that time as well. Um, but so, and then even when they started to come back online, I, I think there was some report that CTO had sent out a message to Facebook employees talking about how kind of the network was still kind of getting it back on its feet. Um, and so to kind of just bear with them. Um, so like, and, and we can kind of see, you know, as you know, here, like DNS was basically fully restored, right? So the service was back up. And yet we still are seeing issues where the network is still kind of not able to respond. And it did come back pretty quickly after that, you know, so like few rounds where, you know, we're talking like maybe 10, 15 minutes even before kind of the network and to your point, they were probably slowly bringing up pops um, and then they were getting overwhelmed and it was kind of, um, uh, you know, it, it, it makes it harder, like you said, to just bring up a service um, as massive as Facebook's. We see uh, the, the uh, BGP announcements, they, they started a little bit after 2100 or 21 mm -hmm. UTC, right? Mm -hmm. um, so that's when uh, we see, uh, um, you know, traffic to the DNS servers coming back online, right? Like we yeah. see the DNS, the authoritative DNS, you know, coming back online, but only around uh, 22 uh, uh, UTC is when uh, uh, we see some, or at least the, the vendor, you know, the point that we were monitoring from, from, from Facebook's network um, started to, to, to be available again. Uh, in that case, facebook.com, right? Mm -hmm. um, um, but um it took it took some time uh for to restore everything um and and we've, we we click, can clearly see that's uh, uh that you know behavior uh looking at the dns um um tests itself uh 
but then of course what it really matters is application availability right we wanted right. to see the right. page load exactly. uh, yeah the dns is just like a right uh, right and i think that that's that's you know again like we talk about how critical dns is but obviously if what's behind it is not working then you know it doesn't really matter so it's 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 interesting. There's so many moving parts here. There's just a lot of complexity in terms of delivering applications. DNS has to be working. The announcements to DNS have to be working. Announcements to the web um, servers themselves have to be working. That Those servers have to be working. They have to be connected to whatever backend dependencies that they need to work um, because you're typically going to be heading an application's edge. Um, and the application itself is probably behind that. Um, and there's probably a network between them. So there's all these sort of moving parts and uh, any one of these points of, you know, can be points of breakage, basically. Um, so, yeah, that's... It's really critical, right, for not only for SLA uh, monitoring, but also for response, respond to such events, right? Like if, uh, if you don't have visibility into every aspect of your underlying application, like you, you're probably going to have a hard time trying to bring it back online if, right. it go, if something goes down or goes bad like this. So, yeah. That was basically the outage in, in a nutshell. We, we covered off um, all of the sort of the sequence that Facebook described in terms of the network going down, BGP getting pulled offline, um, that impacting, or excuse me, BGP announcements to, to the DNS service taking, um, getting pulled, and then that impacting their own recovery. Um, so. Lots of interesting angles to this outage. Um, again, if you want more details, check out the blog. Um, we'll also be posting uh, this share link that you can interact with and check out yourself. Um, so uh, we hope you enjoyed uh, this unpacking of the outage. And thanks, Gustavo, for joining us. It was really great to have your um, expertise and inside view um, from a network operations standpoint. Um, so with that, um, we will see you at some point in the future. We're being a little bit more reactive with these episodes because it's been a little quiet on the internet. Um, but anytime there's uh, something that's worth discussing, like the incident yesterday, we'll, we'll be back to report on it. So uh, be sure to subscribe. Um, with that, have a great week.